of chapters. My name is Jim Derrick and on today's program our guest in studio is the author of a brand new book entitled Welcome to the Absolutely Astounding Life of Whistle Evil Fonzarelli Star. It's my pleasure to welcome to the studio Shane Hopkins. Welcome Shane. Shane has a fascinating story because he didn't start out as an author. He started out as a firefighter. Yes. Uh, and is nearing retirement and decided to make a novel be his next adventure. So, Shane, tell us a little bit about the star of this book, Whistle Evil Fonzarelli Star, yep. and how you came up with such not only a name, but such a character. Whistle is a little kid that grows up, goes through life, and just runs into journey after journey, adventure after adventure, and character after character. Yeah. The name, Whistle, I had that in my head for a long time. I like the sound of that. Whistle, it's kind of like a traveling feel to it to me. And then my two heroes growing up were Evil Knievel and <laughs> Arthur Fonzarelli, the Fonz. So, and then Star, some people wonder if it's Ringo Star with the two R's. That wasn't conscious on my part, but... Maybe it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, so maybe it was there. I mean, well, I, there's so much to unpack in what you just said. <laughs> First of all, we share a love of Evil Knievel. Awesome. I just watched the documentary yes. on him the it's other a great night. Documentary. You've seen it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Evil's there in his own words and talking about his son Robbie and yep. uh, uh, all the broken bones and you get to yep. relive all of that. Uh, he was an amazingly serious man yes, he was. to me yeah. in what I thought was just a slapstick prevent, uh, no, profession, no. that being a stuntman. But he was an amazingly serious guy who literally took out of nothing and created something. Yes. And that is a career that spawned such things as the X Games today and, and these uh, types of stunt things. He was the founder of it all. So you talk about Evil Knievel being an inspiration for, yes. for Whistle. What is it about whistle that that you know, captivated you well actually uh to put evil knievel with them it's pretty interesting because whistle's life is a lot like his like in the fact that he has some great successes in his life but then if you remember jumping the snake river that was a great failure for evil knievel and he and whistle has his fair share of the failures as well as the successes so uh that's that's what I think is intriguing about Whistle is just his life, the ups and downs, the way he handles everything, the good and the bad all together. And I really want to encourage people to go out and get this book. This is 86 <laughs> chapters. Yes. 86 chapters, which means that somebody can pick this book up and put it down and come right back to it that's two right. or three days later and pick up a whole new adventure, right? Exactly. And that's I, each chapter is almost like it's a whole new little adventure. And the chapters are quite short. And I did that on purpose. So, like, if you're going to bed and you're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read one more chapter. Well, if that chapter is 40 pages, you're, you're not going to. Yeah. But if they're short, next thing you know, you've read another, like, four or five. Yep. You're like, oh, man, I got to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so that was kind of the idea there. And I like the quick... Long name, short chapter. Yeah, and it's an absolutely beautiful cover. The author, again, Shane Joseph Hopkins, H-O-P-K-I-N-S. This is available through Stillwater River Publications. And you've kept everything local? 
which I yes. love. That I wanted that. I want to be able to go and sit and talk to my publisher, yeah. not mail stuff back and forth. Congratulations. Thank you. For, Thank for you. getting this done. Uh, I just, uh, you. you have a wonderful story. We alluded to the fact that you're a firefighter. You're in Newport. Newport, Rhode Island, yep. And how long have you been in Newport? I've been on Newport for 23 years. Wow. Yeah. Do you, have you enjoyed being a firefighter? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Been, it's been incredible. You know, we do all the firefighting. We do all the medical. So, and we're in Newport, which anybody that's been there knows is a crazy, crazy town uh, in the summer. I can, I would love to hear some stories oh, off man. the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can only can imagine that. Uh, yeah. what that street, and I may even have been in some of those stories. You might have. I, <laughs> 20 I, you look, years you ago. look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the guy that fell out of the window at the ark or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, uh, I'm sure that's happened. Uh, that's right? happened. Yeah. Those later. front windows, yeah, there's been more than one person that's probably come out through those yeah. windows. Yeah. Looking at this this uh, really beautiful artwork on the on the front, and here's Whistle with a number one, Evil Knievel, yep. on his back, yes. which was Evil Knievel's number on yes. his shoulder. Yep. He's got the cape on. He is in the air on a bike. He is. So you weren't kidding about the Evil Knievel thing. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, he's he's absolutely riding with purpose, and who knows where he's going, but he's going hard and fast. Jim, so, you nailed it. That's exactly what that cover is supposed to convey. He's going right toward the future of whatever that may be. Is that a sun or a moon in front of him? That is a sun. And if you notice, I did it so the ground drops off. So, like, you can't see a, a back you just see the ground drop off, and it's like, I'm jumping, and I'm going over that hill, and I'm going to find out what I run into. This is not loosely based on Evil Knievel. This is actually a very close parallel, at least for the setup, because that you just described Evil's life, basically. Yeah, and, you know, that was, yeah, I mean, when I was writing it, I didn't consciously think about Evil Knievel, yep. but as it went, it just shows you that the parallel parallels are right there. I'm curious, growing up as a kid, were you intrigued by the adventure of firemen? I mean, was that one of the draws for you? Uh, yes. As a, as a, I wasn't one of those little kids that was like, oh, I want to be a, a firefighter. But it did always intrigue me. I'm, I've always, I'm always looking for the next like adventure. Yep. You know, that's just the way I've always been. Yep. I also know that you're a veteran. In the Navy. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you for that. And got out, became well, an EMT. Yeah. And then I pursued acting, comedy, and firefighting. <laughs> okay. And whatever happened first. There are three things where stuff can go sideways really fast. Acting, yep. stand-up comedy, oh yeah, <laughs> and firefighting. Yes. I mean, you talk about living... I mean, those aren't exactly safe professions. You know, some pretty bad stuff can happen to you firefighting. I know stand-up comics... And it takes a really thick skin to stand on stage and to... Yes, it does. Am, am I wrong? No, you are not wrong. I've, al I've always wanted to do that, but then you'd, I don't really want to because I don't think I could stand up to the one laugh, right? As Lisa gives me one laugh. Uh, Lisa is here, Shane's uh, wife. You know, so clearly, Shane, you're somebody that's been drawn to adventure. Then how does somebody sit down to write a book? I did a lot of writing growing up and stuff, and I, I love writing. And Lisa and her mother took a two-week trip to Israel. So I had, we live in a log cabin that we built, that we actually physically built. And uh, so I had the cabin to myself for two weeks, and I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start, I'm going to try this. And I can't type, or I couldn't type back then. I still pack, but. Um, so I grabbed a notebook and a pen, and I just started. And... I had the character, I had the idea for the story, kind of like I knew the skeleton of the story, 
And then as I wrote it, it was, I, I don't know if it's the right term, str- uh, stream of conscious writing. Yeah. I don't know if that's right or not, but yeah. it just filled in as I went. And by the time Lisa and her mom got back, I had, once again, short chapters. I had six, seven chapters written, and it was just flowing perfectly. And so I looked at Lisa and I said, hey, I'm writing a book. This book is absolutely beautiful Thank in you. presentation. It is bound beautifully. You know, I can't wait to read it. What are some of the highlights? I know you can't give away too much about the character and too much about the stories, but give us just a sampling of what Whistle might be up to. This is not a children's book. No, and I'm glad you brought that up because I make it a point every interview I do to <laughs> to point that out because yeah. it is not a children's book. No. You know, right. It's definitely an adult. Right. Yeah. I just want to make sure that we kind of establish what type of a person is Whistle. Uh, Whistle at heart is just a incredibly good person. Yeah. Um, he does, like, he has a high moral code. Like, he tries to always do the right thing. Uh-huh. And uh, even when not possible because of his situation, like, you know, one example is he, he does cut out on a motel bill mm-hmm. at one point mm-hmm. and it's not because he's cheap and he doesn't want to pay it it's because he literally has zero money mm-hmm. so he literally has no choice and he feels horrible about that mm-hmm. so he's kind of like that he's a strong uh strong boy i say boy but you know a strong boy that grows up into a strong man right so but he's got a high moral compass and, and tries to stay uh, close to that. And how old would Whistle be? Or does he age throughout the book? He ages throughout mm-hmm. the book. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this picture is at the beginning of his adventure. That's right. It's kind of showing the gateway to let's go and let's see what happens. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think what's really cool to me, and I'm a, I'm a huge fan of short stories, and I have a feeling you might be working on a short story follow-up to this. Am I wrong? No, you are not wrong. Not a follow-up necessarily to Whistle, but you are working on some short stories. I am, yes. Which I love because I love, I mean, the only excitement that I got out of my English class was the short story format from a literature standpoint. Yes. Because it holds your attention. They usually draw to a climax really quickly. um, And, you know, I was always left wanting more, which I think is a sign of a good story or a good song. That's great. You know, I heard I heard a musician. It might have been Springsteen or somebody say, "You always want them, you always want them. Leave them wanting a little bit more. Absolutely, leave them wondering a little bit. What if that story had continued? Yeah. What if the ending was a little different? So, I love that about short stories. But I'm imagining that's the case with the the punchy chapters. Meaning, you got 86 chapters in a 300 page book. It's exactly the same idea. Okay. Yep. It. it it happens, you know, and then it moves on, then it happens, then it moves on. And like you said, it, it keeps your attention and it keeps you wanting to read that next chapter and, and see does, what that next Does that keep is. the writer's attention? Does that keep your focus sharpened? Yes, absolutely. Because you're, you're just always moving forward. You yeah. know, you're not, I mean, there's, you know, you're not stagnant. Like, oh, I got to, I got to move this along. It's just, it's just going yeah. on its own. Yeah. And it's funny, I would write and... Lisa would be watching TV and I need that background noise. It's kind of interesting. If it's silent, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I need that background noise. And then every once in a while, I'd look at her and say, if you were staying in a, in a motel in a swampy area, uh, what would the name of that motel be? And she'd say a name. And it's like, she's responsible for more than one character name. And one in particular that he meets in Boston. Yeah. I'll tell you. 
<laughs> she came up with that name, and it's just perfect. I yeah. wait till you read it. It's too funny. Lisa, um, I'm curious. You've got a big smile as we're talking. Um, was it as fun for you to watch him write this uh, as as he was having writing it, or was it difficult? No, it was fun. It was a great experience um, because he's always coming up with new ideas of projects to do. Yeah. Um, so I guess it really wasn't a huge surprise to me that he was writing a book. Yeah. Um, because. I came home from Israel, as he said, and he told me, and I kind of had that mindset of, of course you are. And uh, <laughs> <it was> yeah. <laughs> of course and, you're doing this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it was a lot of fun to watch him get so involved in the process of writing the book, because I never saw him do this type of project mm -hmm. before. Do, do you share his excitement for adventure and, and uh, oh, absolutely. storytelling? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite the storyteller he is. Um, I don't have the knack for telling stories the way he can, um, but definitely adventure. Has your family read the book? My daughter has read it. My mom has read it. Her partner has read it. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if my son has read it okay. or not yet. Because I remember when I got into this business, yeah. someone said, just remember your family and friends will be the last person to listen. <laughs> <laughs> People to listen. Nothing against my family Yeah, no, no, absolutely. But it typically happens. I'm sure if you were in the comedy business... There were nights when you might look out, expect to see people there that you, you know, promised they'd come and they don't show up. So. It is an interesting thing. Yeah. You're right. It's, uh, you know. So what, what have their reactions been? Have you gotten what you consider to be credible reviews? or? Yes. And, and um, if you go on my website, which is www.shanejhopkins.com, uh, and you go to the there's a tab to go to Amazon, there's some reviews written in there. And I've specifically asked certain people to write reviews because I knew that they would be honest. Like, it doesn't help me for you to say, oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, that, that the book, that's the best book I've ever read. You know, I want some honesty. And the people that have done reviews were honest, and um, they've been quite good yeah. overall. And So, Shane, let's uh, tell people how to get the book. Okay. You can go to shanejhopkins.com. That is the website. You can click on an Amazon tab there and order it directly through Amazon. Yeah, is that it will bring best? you right to it. It's probably the easiest way. Easiest way to get it. I can probably have it by tonight if I ordered it right now. I would imagine <laughs> in this day and age, probably. <laughs> you know, if not um, the next day. Yeah, or Shane will come to your house and read it that's to right, you for, right. for $1,100, right? <laughs> um, or is it $1,200? $1,100 and a yeah. six-pack of Coors Light. There you go. Face. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, under Shane Facebook. J. Hopkins? Yeah, Shane J. Hopkins, or my email is shanejhopkins at yahoo.com, and I am on Facebook as well. And you can get to my Facebook directly through the website. And again, the name of the book is Welcome to the Absolutely Astounding Life of Whistle, Evil Fonzarelli, Star by Stillwater River Publications. I want to remind everybody, my name is Jim Derrick. This is Chapters Radio. You can find the podcast at chaptersradio.com or... You can come right here to our website at wfpr.fm. Click on the podcast section and you will see podcasts not only for my program, but for all the fine programs right here at WFPR. Again, I'm sitting with Shane J. 
Hopkins, author, who has written this really, one, I cannot wait to get into this book. Welcome to the Absolutely Astounding Life of Whistle Evil Fonzarelli Star. And the title actually starts to roll the more and more you say it. Um, and, it's a, and it's an adventure book. Uh, it is loosely based, uh, at least the character, uh, has been based on your heroes, which include, I love this, I have to say this, Evil Knievel, yep. Arthur Fonzarelli. Yes. And, well, like I said earlier, with the two R's, Maybe Ringo Starr. Right. I'm not sure. I didn't. It, with whistle and then star at the end, it just kind of rounded the name out nicely to, to me. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Shane is also a veteran of the U.S. Navy and is also a firefighter who is nearing retirement from yes. the Newport Fire Department right here in Newport, Rhode Island. And yes. all kidding aside, thank you for that as well. How did COVID treat you guys uh, down at the department? Well, it didn't really change anything for us except for how we responded to certain calls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it was a known COVID case or a possible COVID case, you'd send one guy in in a Tyvek, you know, suit and everything, mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, five guys walking in, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, so changes like that. But it didn't interrupt our service in any way. And I think that Newport really handled the way that they dealt with it very well. Isn't it great to be back out now? It's incredible. We're here at our studios here at 23 Hutchinson Street, and you share in my enthusiasm in being together. You actually recommended that we get together in studio. Yes, because we had talked about possible Zoom meeting, and you asked me what I wanted to do, and I was like, no, man, if if I can get in there and be face-to-face with you, I think it just makes such a better interview yeah we were we were lisa uh, is here hopkins is here with shane and uh we were talking a little bit about the fact that you guys built your own log cabin <laughs> yes. in rhode island yes and there's there's just I, so i earlier asked you who was the who was uh whistle based on and i think you guys based it on yourselves because you guys are not conventional <laughs> in terms of your approach to life. Have to agree with that. <laughs> um, tell me about your log cabin. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's quite a story. So we found a piece of land, and uh, there were certain people that wanted to buy that land, but they were told it was unbuildable because it's uh, it's its own little mountain. Like we have our own little mountain up, and uh, it was just kind of our. Uh, I don't know if ignorance is the right word, but we're like. I want to live up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we just did it. So <laughs> we actually physically built it. We started out, we had a house in Portsmouth that we lived in. We're in Richmond, so that's not close. No. So on my days off from the fire department, I would go there and I lived in a tent for a year. Of course, of course you did. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Together with you, Lisa? I would visit. <laughs> she was she was my my tent guest. I see. So, but you were married. Well, oh no, we started out. Bef- this oh. all started before we got married. Oh, I yeah. see. So throw okay. a wedding. And you still married him. Yeah. This is I know. this is a miracle. It is a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> throw, throw a wedding right smack in the middle of of building a log cabin. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Why not? Right. Perfectly. Yeah. So a tent for a year. Then I did graduate to the to a shed. Yep. And then I graduated to the basement. What a trajectory. <laughs> and then we finally moved in. Yeah, from yeah. the outhouse to the penthouse. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know something? Um, 
that's love right there because the, the whole tent thing this is going to be music to my wife's ears <laughs> because my wife thought she had it hard because i didn't have hot water in my first place and so she okay. would come and have dinner and that was that was it yeah. um but uh but a tent yeah that would have been that would have been a tough sell <laughs> yeah. so and this this is all year round Oh, yeah. Oh, I had yeah. a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Gavitt, that helped us a lot build. Yeah. And, uh, like, I'd be in the tent or the shed. He'd be leaving, and uh, he'd be like, all right, I'm taking off now. I'm like, okay. Yep. You going to be all right? Yeah, I'm going to be all right. Freezing <laughs> out in the shed. And then, actually, her mother came up with two ideas I never even thought of. She's like, well, because I ran temporary power out to the shed. Yeah. She's like, well, does he have a microwave? I've been cooking like meat on a stick over a fire. <laughs> you're like, kidding me. Man, so you're doing the Bear a... Grylls thing? <laughs> I'm like, man, a microwave, that's a great idea. So you're eating bugs <laughs> and mom says, hey, you know what? Get you can microwave. have like a nice like, hot pocket. Hot pocket. <laughs> yeah, hot pocket or how about Swedish meatballs? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Right in the, right? Swedish Sorry. meatballs. And you're Tea eating bugs dinner. on a stick. <laughs> and then the other thing she said is, well, does he have an electric blanket? I went, huh. <laughs> <laughs> electric blanket. Well, that's a great idea. Mom from downtown. <laughs> and this is why you married Lisa. Yeah. It. it was a way to stay in it's touch with her mom. <laughs> that's right. So <laughs> you wouldn't die. All right? Just so I could live. Yes. Yeah, so you could live. Yep. You know something, Lisa? I, I'm sorry, first of all, that you guys have been together for this long. Because you've got to be literally losing your mind. But you sound, you know, it's refreshing to hear a guy actually be willing to admit that level of incompetence. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it refreshing? Uh, because you can tell he's in touch with his emotions because he's not threatened by the fact that he was cooking up something. No. You Actually, you like to go in to the station, truth be told, and they'd say, so what'd you have last night? You said, well, I rustled up some some varmints and cut, 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 cut them on a, a bunny. stick. Yeah, caught me a bunny. Yeah, they make them big on that mountain I live on. That's right. Which last time I checked, there is no mountain in Rhode Island, but I'll never no, say that in front of no, Shane again. It's obviously not a mountain, but no. it is like but our it's a little, big hill. I mean, it's our driveway is crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. people people have actually stopped in the winter, watched us and like, going like, you're going to drive up that? Like, I'm going to try. And now that you're watching, right. no, I really have to. Like yeah. the Shane Hopkins Derby. They're out there taking bets, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. There were some certain incidences that incidents. happened really? when we were building. Yeah. We had some people that didn't went over want the to come edge back. <laughs> they didn't come back they couldn't didn't. come back or well they <laughs> didn't come back just wouldn't yeah. yeah the forms guy truck went over went over the like the side of our driveway is a drop-off yeah the truck ended up like poof, all the forms like it just <laughs> gotta tell you what if i was selling insurance i wouldn't sell it to you guys <laughs> <laughs> they didn't come back. <laughs> the book is Welcome to the Absolutely Astounding Life of Whistle Evil Fonzarelli Star. The author's Shane J. Hopkins. You're listening to Shane and his beautiful wife, Lisa Hopkins, here on Chapters Radio. You can find their book through Stillwater River Publications at Shane J. Hopkins.com. Click onto that website. Read all about the author. Read some of the uh, fan reviews on the book. Click over to Amazon.com while you're doing that and order the book. And what you're going to get is an absolutely beautifully bound book, as I was saying earlier on the program, with a great picture of Whistle on the front cover. It's well over 300 pages. And on my glasses, which is, <laughs> this is actually very intimidating to me because it's over 350 pages, but 86 chapters, which means on purpose, you can pick this up and put it down 
and not feel guilty, not feel like you're letting anyone down, including yourself, because you've read a chapter and you know that tomorrow there's another adventure in another chapter, right? That is absolutely correct. And do they have a, is there a continuum? Is there a continuous thread through these chapters? Or are they separate stories? No, it's a continuous thread. And there's, there is a theme that goes throughout the whole book. Um, I'll just, I'll just say it involves monarch butterflies and the colors of like the, the blacks and the oranges and the yeah. browns. That's kind of his favorite. Like it's a, it's a thing that he can always come back to and feel comfort in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now, Shane, you are doing an audio book. I am. And I think this is brilliant. Um, I like to listen to books, although I really, I have to tell you on this one, because I love short stories, I'm looking forward to picking this up and reading it. But you're doing an audio book, so eventually this will be available. Do you have an idea of what the timing might be on that? Yes, I think it will be released uh, sometime in September. Okay, great. And we're way into it. And I think kind of a unique thing that a lot of people don't do is when it goes to an audiobook, they hire somebody to narrate it. Yep. But I narrate I love it. the book. And I think that gives you a good edge because I know exactly what I'm trying to convey instead of just reading somebody else's and you just might just read it. And um, the audiobook was pretty interesting how that happened because earlier I mentioned that I had to handwrite everything and not to mention that my handwriting is like a kindergartner <laughs> so, so I was like all right I got to record this so somebody can type it yep and I had a, a guy his name is uh Jay Parker he played at one of my wife's birthday parties yeah and I I was about to call a studio and just see if they had studio time so I sure. could record it and then I remembered him and he had a small studio so I called him and he's got another friend who is now my editor Ben Drum and he also took the author's picture and uh, he's like come down to the studio and it's on this third floor in this old house along a river yep. and it was all, it was great yeah. so uh, I they set me up and everything and they're all like up on three down on, I'm like yeah. I just yeah. I just, just want to record this right. You know? right. so we read the first two chapters, mm-hmm. and then I stopped and I looked at them. The two were just standing there looking at me, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm like, well, we're writing, we're making an audio book." I was like, "What? Yeah, and you're narrating it." Yeah, I was like what? Yeah. So, I have narrated the whole book. I got to do some finish up stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then Jim, what's really cool is I think we have a new genre we're creating. We're calling it the rock novel because the book is going to have a full original musical score written to it. Okay. And that's well underway right now. Okay, that's off the hook. I love that. I, I and, and there's two things that I love. One is that I really like when the author narrates their own book because there's a certain mystery to, um, when you're reading a book, to think about, well, who's this author? And what are they all about? You know, and it's it's always a mystery to me. It's why I like radio. Radio to me is the theater of the mind. I always wanted oh, to, man. I'd listen to the radio and I'd think, oh, I kind of wish I could be in that studio. I wonder what they're doing. I wonder what that person looks like. Yes. You know, I wonder what they're really yes. like, you know, because you can't see them. And it's the same with an audio book. But when you bring in a score behind it, that brings it to another level. So tell me more about that process. Okay. Well, you want to talk about a perfect radio transition? Yeah. You just segue. You just segue. You just yeah. nailed it because okay. I was going to tell you it's it's going to have the musical score and sound effects. Like if a car goes by, you'll hear like you know in one ear, out the other ear, stuff like that. So it is basically 
And you, once again, you nailed it because if you and I listen to or read the same story and you picture like Whistle or any character, your character and my character are not going to look Precisely. anything alike. And I wish I could see what it looked like to you. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like oh, we're making a movie, but without the, the video, everything else. So I look at it like this. If a million people listen to the audiobook, then I will have just made a million different movies. Brilliant. I love it. I and love that it. is the theater of the mind. That's, That's right. what, and and perfectly captures um, what what an what an, an interesting process. And I'm not an artist, and I I could I don't think I could ever do what you're doing. But what you just laid out is such an intriguing thing. I almost can't wait to get to hear this because you're absolutely right. My whistle and your whistle right. are going to have dish, different facial characteristics. Everything down to the smallest details. Every different. Everything. And um, and so we're going to make our own unique version That's in right. our minds. That's right. Where else can you do that? Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's I think it's an incredible thing, and that's why I think we're actually starting something brand new. Because mm -hmm. everybody I work with, I got a pretty big team of people working on this project with me. None of us have heard of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So that's exciting. I want to remind everybody, we are speaking with Shane J. Hopkins, who is an author. Uh, he has written this wonderful book, Welcome to the Absolutely Astounding Life of Whistle Evil Fonzarelli Star. It is available, published by Stillwater River Publications and available at shanejhopkins.com. My name's Jim Derrick. This is Chapters Radio here on WFPR 102.9 FM. We're also here with Lisa Hopkins, uh, Shane's wife, and we're having a great conversation about not only the book itself, but what is behind the book, the man behind the book, the woman behind the book, and what Shane sees creatively the future is of this, because it's not over with the book. As you just heard, there's an audio, uh, audio publication coming out in September, hopefully, and interestingly, this musical score, including sound effects that will be designed to accompany this whole thing. Yes. Do you ever see a film production? I, I absolutely do. Really? I read yes. your mind. Yes. I, you seem to be doing that yeah. quite well. Yeah. I absolutely do. I think that the the timing of everything coming out is is working out real well mm -hmm. because the book came out it's had it's going to have some time to uh you know get out there and mm -hmm. gain some you know traction mm -hmm. and then that will be followed up with the audio version which i think is going to be real do real well i think people are really going to be excited about that agreed and then that's when we will be entertaining uh movie deals i love it we just got to find the right uh, the right person to do it Boy, Shane, people can't see in the studio right now, but I will s translate for you. The enthusiasm and excitement you hear in Shane's voice is genuine and real. And what's so interesting to me is you're in what people would describe an exciting profession, one that's certainly not dull. Um, but you are right on the cusp of retirement. Yes. From that, right? Yes. And when do you think you might be retiring? I have a little less than two years left. Okay. Then I will retire, mm -hmm. and the goal is to build a little narrating studio and keep writing and narrate other people's projects, yeah. um, and that's what I'm going to transition into. This is a, a really cool purpose and passion that you've found that 
there is no end to this. And no. There's no limit. And there is no limit. That's right. I mean, firefighting, you know, I'm not a young man anymore. You know, I limp around for like four days after a good fire. Yeah. You know, and uh, I'm fortunate enough to be able to retire at a fairly young age. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, the, uh, this is exciting. I can see it. Yeah, this is exciting. It's not like, OK, now what am I going to do? Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't wait to get to that point and be able to uh, like I'm nonstop right now between firefighting, the book, the audio book, the, the mm-hmm. as you know, the publicity. Yep. It's, it's it's another full time job. Yep. So I'll be excited to retire and be able to commit more time right. to stuff like this. Right. So. And the kids are older now. They're not kids, kids so older. much. Happy Father's Day, by no, the way. Yeah, yeah. I don't, do you have? I do. I okay. have three boys. Well, happy Father's Day. About, about your children's age. So uh, thank you very much. Um, but uh, I can tell you that. My kids are thrilled that I found a passion. Yeah, it's, you know, it's great, right? Something that I love to get up in the morning and do. Yeah. But like you said about me, I can see that you're just enjoying. I, I do this completely. I do, and and uh, it's it's wonderful to have something to go to uh, as opposed to retreating from yeah, life. Right. You know. That's right. So again, the book is Welcome to the Absolutely Astounding Life of Whistle Evil Funds Rally Star. I've now said it six times. <laughs> It's getting infectious. I was, I was gonna say it's getting smoother off your tongue. <laughs> Thank you. It is. I really like it. Shane J. Hopkins is the author. Stillwater River Publications is the publisher. Go to shanejhopkins.com. Pick up your copy. I promise you won't be disappointed. I'm looking forward to you uh, doing readings, hopefully, or 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 speaking publicly about this. So I want to thank you, Shane, and Lisa for coming in today. Thank you. This is a really fascinating story. And Lisa, thank you for coming in as well. Thank you. For my guests, Shane and Lisa Hopkins, my name's Jim Derrick. Thanks for listening to Chapters. I'll see you next week. 